Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Geonosis, where I talk about Star Wars from a certain point of view. I'm Angie, and today I'm going to be going it alone because Aaron was unable to make it. So we've got a lot of news in here. I'm going to be doing the show based on just hot happenings this week because there's so much I want to tell you. All right, so let's get started. Last week was Star Wars Celebration in Chicago. It was a big hit. Even though it was snowing outside, it was a big hit. I got to see lots of panels. There was some great live stream. And so I was really happy to be able to watch that on YouTube. If you haven't seen that, I would definitely check that out. And you can do that on Star Wars Celebration. I have a couple of my friends, Sue and Michelle, they posted tons of pictures and videos. I was I want to give them a shout out. Really, really happy that they were able to post that for me. And um, I feel like I was kind of there. <laughs> so I was super, super happy. I posted on my um on my page, Radio Geonosis 2.0, a video montage that they had posted up on the Star Wars celebration. It was super cool. I got to see the Saber Guild along with the 501st, Mandos, and Rebel Legions, and I got to see a lot of my friends. So I was really happy for them that they got onto this, and it was really a moving um, montage of the Star Wars celebration. It really was touching. So if you get a chance, do check that out. Also, I got to see the Clone Wars panel, which was fantastic. They had a great sneak footage. They had a sneak peek footage of the show coming up. It was moving. I, I really, I got to see it at Comic-Con, and it was great. And this, this was even more snippets that I hadn't seen. So I'm really excited to see this come back. Um, I feel that Dave Fioni, Filoni wants to be able to get a chance to finish that series. He wants to be able to get a chance to finish The Clone Wars and put in what he wanted to say at the end before it was canceled. So I'm really super happy that Disney is allowing them to finish it off, to say a little bit more in Clone Wars, to get out the rest of what they wanted about the clones, because I feel they have something to say before Order 66, and then they just became like zombies. They weren't able to make up their own mind and do their own thing. So I, I'm really excited to see that come back, and the footage was fantastic. I love the fact that Ahsoka Tano's got a new outfit on. It looked like she was riding a Harley. It was super exciting. So if you get a chance, do check that out. Also, The Mandalorian, wow, just wow. I watched it 10 times over because I just felt like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a super great show. It, um, what it's doing is it's going, it, it's going to put me, I feel that it's going to put the Mandos in the forefront of things because they've always been like those people in the background, but now we're going to see them up front. We're going to see what they do, what their job is. Even in the Clone Wars, we did get to see a snippet of it, but we're going to get to see a show about it. So that's, that's exciting. And from what they were saying in the panel is that this is going to be dated five years after Return of the Jedi. And um, it's going to show us what happens after you know, the Empire falls, what's going on before the New Order comes into play. He, the Mando, to me, seemed like Dirty Harry. He was doing what he was doing. He did what he had to do to get the job done. So that was, that, that is really a cool insight of, of, and a cool look at him. Um, also, I think it's exciting that um, 
George Lucas and Dave Filoni helped, I got to remember his name, <laughs> helped John Favreau with the show. And, the, you know, to give it a top-notch feel, to make it more, cause since it is a live-action show, he they wanted it to be as authentic as possible and as close to Return of the Jedi as possible. So I think that's why he called them in. He's a fan himself, so he understands what fans really want. So I say kudos to him. And also a big, big surprise that I didn't even know was that some of the 501st was called in to help as extras on that show. And I know some of the guys. So that was that was also a big bonus plus. I loved it. And uh, my friend couldn't tell me very much, my friend John, but you know what? I just feel that I don't need to know. I want to see it unravel as it is. So super, super cool. Um, I'm not a gamer, as you well know, but I was very excited to watch the panel for the new game, Jedi the Fallen Order. It's a storyline that I feel that I can follow. It's kind of like Halo. And so I, I kind of feel that I can follow along even though I'm not playing the game because I don't want to spend four hours sitting playing a game. I just can't do it. And the guy that is going to be the Jedi, he I've seen him on Gotham. And I really like this the character that he plays. He's a pretty good actor. So I feel that we're going to see... He's a great actor. I'm going to say that. I feel that he's going to put some meat and potatoes into this story and, and make the game fun to play. So I say again, kudos to Disney for opening the door to so, so, so much. Also, I got to see the panel for Rise of Skywalker. I was getting, um, I was sitting there watching it and I mean, I was moved by it. I cried. I watched the trailer. I watched the sneak, the sneak snippet four times and cried all four times because it was very moving. I really, really liked it. Now, the name that they used was was um, Rise of Skywalker. To me, it comes across as Revenge of the Sith because here we have Kylo rising to power, who is, by the way, a Skywalker. He is rising to power to the top, to the top of the galaxy and to run the new order. So I, I think the name is kind of kind of a smart name for it because here he is rising to power. And we, we may see closure to it. Not sure. I'm I'm not gonna try and guess. I'm gonna just let it all unfold because I I trying to guess what this and what that is is too much of a headache. I just want to be able to enjoy and let it unfold. I really think that this is going to be a cool movie. I feel J.J. Abrams is going to weave together everything in the in the trilogy. He's going to weave it together with this movie. I know that a lot of people are not big fans of The Last Jedi. I myself am not a big fan, but I think he's going to weave it back in to make this movie all makes sense for the all three movies together in that trilogy, but also for fans to be really, really happy with the ending. Because I don't think we're going to see Ray after that. I think this is going to be the end for her, not in, in a sense of the killer, but in a sense of this is the last time we'll see Daisy in a Star Wars movie. But who knows? You never know. And with that being said, we we see at the very end of the of the if you haven't seen the gag reel i mean the snippet reel i'm sorry i'm going to break it to you but the emperor was 
voice was at the end. Um, how many times is this guy going to come back? Is it going to be like Darth Maul? You know, Darth Maul cut in half in, in uh, Phantom Menace and comes back in the Clone Wars. So we don't know if he is a clone, if he's a spirit ghost, or if he is, or if it is indeed Palpatine. So we don't know. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to try and guess, but I am just going to leave that door open. And you know what? Whatever happens is whatever happens. I will roll with it because I'm just super excited that he's coming back. He may be someone who gives guidance to Kylo. Who knows? So I say, I say it's wonderful. And when we saw him out there, Ian McDermott, I, I just think, it, wow. I mean, they just, they pulled out all the stops in celebration. I mean, it just, the surprises just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. So it was, it was so moving. I love Ray's new costume. A lot of my friends are all abuzz about it. These girls want to put this costume together. I'm not a, I'm not a Ray costume person. I'm an old Republic girl, so I'm not worried about that. But it was cool to see how many girls were excited about it and her new saber as well. You know, everybody was just a, just wow. They were a buzz about it. Kylo fixing his helmet was also an awesome thing. Everybody talking about it. How about this? My friend John resubmits his Kylo costume. For Saber Guild, which was super cool. I loved him as Kylo. I think he'll make a great Kylo and can't wait to see, can't wait to actually do a show with him in his Kylo costume. So kudos to John. Also, the return of Lando Calrissian. He is the guy who comes in and saves the day. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that, but I have. He comes in and saves the day in Solo, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and now Rise of Skywalker. He is the super the superhero of the Star Wars galaxy because he keeps coming in and saving the day. So I, I just really am so excited to see Lando back. I say kudos to that. Um, also, just just everything that we saw in that few minutes, seeing Leia, this is going to be the last time we see her and how they're going to, end I hope when they put it to an end it's a it's a a very sweet ending and not where she gets killed and that's it and whatever but I I just hope they give her a sweet ending she deserves that much so I'm super super excited about that how about Cassian and K2 are going to get their own show I say yes and please I love them in um in I'm getting lost here (laughs) Rogue One, I I think they were fantastic. It was almost a comedy team, but yet not a comedy team. They were serious but funny at the same time, and I I really really enjoyed that. Also, Sisters of the Force panel was very moving. Lady, the ladies of the galaxy do make a difference. It's some of the things that these ladies have done have made a difference in the galaxy with saving the day, doing something underhanded or whatever. All of the girls in the galaxy, all of the ladies, they have done something to make a difference. They had a um, book signing back in uh, back a few months ago in Burbank, and it was for um, women of the galaxy. I went to that panel and I, they took a picture of us outside the Perky Nerd, which is a bookstore run by women. Um, it 
it showed up at the panel that day for the Sisters of the Force. So technically, I wasn't there, but I was there. So I was super excited that my friend Jim posted that, and I got a chance to see it. I was super, I was screaming and yelling, oh my gosh, I'm excited because I got to be at Celebration. Also, I watched the panel for Phantom Menace on Monday. I didn't even go to the gym. I went, I watched the panel. It was super, super cool. I learned a lot of tidbits. The one thing I've learned about going to panels, which I never did. I've gone to uh, uh, conventions since 2008. And I've never gone into panels until the last couple of years. And I've learned so much. I've been into the OneRing.net panel. I went to a Marvel panel and watching these panels on at Celebration, you learn little tidbits that they tell you that you normally wouldn't see on the internet or something like that. It, it was very cool. One thing I did learn that was Ray Park had a little cameo in episode one. He was one of the palace guards in the battle scene near the end of the movie. And he said he had the gun up in such a way so that you could see his face. But it was so quick that you didn't see it but I, because I've never known that. But I thought that was super, super cool. Um, we also learned that the first time when we see Palpatine, which is Darth Sidious, he was 120 years old. We see him in um, Return of the Jedi. At that point, he was 120. Looked pretty good, even though his face was kind of messed up. Um, he was in Empire Strikes Back, but he was only there when they edited, in, edited him in for DVD release for 4, 5, and 6. But prior to that, if you buy the movies on the VHS, the first time around they were released, he's not in it. He's not in um, Empire Strikes Back, but he is in the DVD release. But technically, the first time you see him, which was um, Return of the Jedi, he's 120 years old. Wow. He was drinking out of the Fountain of Youth cocktail. <laughs> also, I learned something super cool. The parade song at the end of Phantom Menace is actually the Emperor's theme song in higher keys. What? What? That's what they said. I was like, wait, what? So let me repeat that. The, the parade song at the end of Phantom Menace is the Emperor's theme song in higher keys. So, wow. George did say that music is 50% of the movie. And now I believe it. <laughs> Just based on that. How about this one? This is a hot, hot thing. Orly Shoshan. I hope I say her name right. She played Shakti in... Um, uh, I'm going to, got to go back here. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. She became an honorary member of the Saber Guild at Celebration. That is super, super cool. How about this one? Jet Lucas, George Lucas's son, was in Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, became an honorary member as well for the, with the Saber Guild. I was there when we made um, Ashley Eckstein an honorary member. It is moving and super cool. And I'm so happy to be able to tell you that. Also, Starkiller, our own Starkiller, Sam, Mr. Sam Witter, Witter, I want to make sure I say that right, was indicted and became a Sith Dynasty member. 
He is SDHM004 Star Killer. I am also an honor I am also a member of the um of the Sith Dynasty. So I am a member with Star Killer. That is cool. I'm wow, I was like super, super excited to to read that today over my um over my Sith Dynasty page. I thought, wow, that's so cool. Another little tidbit was George Lucas helped direct the Game of Thrones season eight. I believe he did some things, didn't direct the whole thing, but did do some directing in that. So here we have the crossing of of two worlds, but also directors from both going back and forth. So that is really cool. I I, I think that we're we're cross crossovers like that are are really really fun and awesome because you get the best of both worlds. You get the guys from Game of Thrones who are going to be doing Old Republic. You also have George Lucas who who did the original Star Wars movies and he did one two three four five and six going over to um, the Game of Thrones and doing a doing some directing over there. So that is also cool. Lastly, about Star Wars Celebration. It will be in Anaheim in 2020. I actually thought it was going to be in Japan, and I was planning on going, but you know what? I'll take Anaheim any day of the year. (laughs) So I'm super, super happy. So Anaheim 2020, we're going to be seeing Star Wars Celebration. I'm super, super, super excited. Also, Saber Guild um, did have some shows at Celebration. And so if you get a chance to check out Saber Guild's page on YouTube, do so because their their shows are really, really awesome. We put on some fantastic stuff and they also had um, uh, shows for little um, Padawans. They did like little Padawan things and that was super cool as well. We have some upcoming events for the Saber Guild, which is Comic Orange, April 27th. We will be at the Tustin Library. We're gonna be doing a show, we're gonna have a booth. It's gonna be super, super fun. I do love doing the library events that when we do the Star Wars read days. Those are super awesome. Kids are super excited to see us and they come out on a Saturday. We we do all ki- we do the shows, we do book readings, we do all kinds of different things. So it, it's lots of fun also. Star Wars Read Day at Victoria Gardens. If you've never been, please go to this. Last year, we had 4,000 people come out for that. It will be May 25th. It's at the Paul Biani Library at the end of Victoria Gardens. So if you're in, it's like a mall, outside mall thing. So you go towards the back, that's where it is. We had the Star Wars cars. We had all of the clubs there. And we had face painting, we had book reading, we had four shows, we had, um, they had a really cool, um, they have, and I buy books there every year, they had a really cool book display where you could buy all their, all books, they had all kinds of things. I was super excited, I've been, I've done it quite a few times, they even have a parade at the beginning, and it's so much fun. So if you get a chance, please do check that out. That's Star Wars Read Day at Victoria Gardens, Paul Biani Library, May 25th. And then I'm going to leave you with this. The Los Angeles Empire Con is coming in December on the 6th through the 
28th in Burbank. I believe this will be the first time for this con. I have never been. Um, I really want to go. I hope we have a booth, but we'll see what goes on. Also, I am trying to figure out an event to do for May the 4th, Be With You. So I've, I've kind of looking at the Saber Guild, kind of looking at Rebel Legion, because those are the two that I belong to. Um, I am going to be doing an event with Sith Dynasty. We'll be at the Angel Game next month in May. I'm super excited about that. I've never, uh, I've not done a troop with um, Sith Dynasty this year so far. I did one with them last year. So I'm looking forward to be able to do that. But also, um, like I said, May the 4th is coming up. I'm looking to do an event. I'm going to, next week, I should have something down by next week. So if I do, I'll post it onto the show. And they've got all kinds of events going on everywhere. I mean, everybody is getting into it. May the 4th has gone from this really small event through a college to huge all over the world. Everybody is celebrating. This is like, to me, it's like, a, a big soccer event, a big football event, a big baseball event, a New Year's Eve event kind of thing. It has become that big. Everybody around the world celebrates May the 4th. So I say kudos to that. So that's going to do it for today. Um, like I said, next week I should have my uh, uh, event picked out for May the 4th. And Aaron will be back on next week. And also, we're going, to be, we're going to be talking about Star Wars music. Since we went over that one Phantom Menace, I will go ahead and, um, we'll go ahead and redo a music one because I think it's important to post about music because, like, I, like George said, it's 50% of the, of the movie. It gives you the feel. It gives you the, the like when I heard the music for um, Rise of Skywalker. I started crying, so it, it's very moving, and I'm so happy that that um, that John Williams is going to be part of that. He is is part of that, was part of that because the movie's already almost done. So I, I'm very very excited about that. I got to meet him one time, and I could barely talk when I when I met him. So it was a it was a big pleasure for me to be able to meet the man who writes such beautiful beautiful music. So that's going to do it for today. We will see you next week, and thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe on YouTube at Radio Geonosis. Please follow me on Facebook at Radio Geonosis 2.0. I am also on Instagram at Radio Geonosis. I do have some shows up on iTunes, so please do check us out. But most of all, please like and subscribe on YouTube, my YouTube channel at Radio Geonosis. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye.